welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. In a time or in in an age where most people live in vacuum, most people live in limbo, or most people lack the ability to plan or lack the capacity to put their life in order. But we pray that by the mercies of God tonight, God will open our eyes to to truth in his word and to discover nuggets or wisdom out of his word so that we'll be able to discover the power of planning or the blessing of living a planned life. Hallelujah. Life begins with purpose. Hallelujah. When God made man, he gave man purpose. But for that purpose to be accomplished, that man would have to plan in attainment of that purpose. And I pray that God will help us plan every purpose that God has given to us so that we will be able to achieve and pursue those purposes in the name of Jesus. It is true the medium of planning that a man can pursue purpose. It is through the medium or the power of planning that a man will be able to give value or add value to his purpose. When God gives you a plan or when God gives you a purpose, it is up to you to put that purpose into planning. If you don't do that, you will not be able to see that purpose or that vision that God has given you manifest in your life. And I pray that God will help us understand the power of planning so that any vision, any dream, any goal, any purpose that God has given to us through planning will be able to achieve them in Jesus' name. You would see that in life, every building or every journey requires a plan. So if you want to build something, there should be a blueprint or a plan laid down for that building. If you want to go on a journey, there should be a roadmap, a plan as to how you are going to go on that journey. And I pray that any plan that you have, may God cause you to realize how powerful that plan is. And as you put it to use, may you actualize every dream and every goal in Jesus' name. Tonight, we have to understand that God is a planner. Hallelujah. Why do we say that God is a planner? We say that God is a planner Because he is a builder. God is a planner because he is a builder and a creator. 
So any man who builds or creates things have the power to also plan that building or plan that creation. So when you read the book of Hebrews chapter 3 verse 4, Bible says that for every house is built by someone. For every house, every building is built by someone. And therefore all things are built by God. It means that all things were built by God. And if God built all things, he must have a plan to build it. The universe or the world we see is the building of the Lord. Therefore, it means that God had the blueprint when he was building this world of ours. So I ask myself, if God can plan to build this world, how much more you and I? It means every man have to develop the act or the skill of planning before we can build anything tangible in our lives. I pray that God will help you and I, that we will get to know the power behind planning so that everything we set out to build by the plan we lay out, God will add his grace and help us build in Jesus' name. One of the things that we should understand about God is that his creation reveals his ability to plan. When you look at how God created the world, you will know that he is indeed a master architect. He is indeed a master planner. How can the firmament be suspending in the air without anything holding it? It should be done by somebody who planned it from the beginning. And I pray that that ability in God, that makes God a mighty planner, may that ability be be, be given to you this evening in the name of Jesus. God is a planner. God is a planner. That is why you will see order in everything he created. If you don't plan, your life cannot be orderly. Because God is a planner, whatever he created, you will see order in his creation. I pray that as you discover the power in planning and as you begin to plan your life, may every disorder begin to align and become orderly in your life in the name of Jesus. He planned the world from the beginning. So when you look throughout creation, everything he made was planned. So you would ask yourself, why did God not create man first? No, he couldn't have created man first because he needed other things to be made before creating man. That is why you have to also plan your life so that you know what to prioritize in your life and what not to do. At what time? I pray that God will open our eyes to behold the wondrous things out of his word this evening and know how to plan our lives in the name of Jesus. God is a strategic planner and has a plan for everything in life. God has a plan for everything. He has a plan even for our salvation. That is why it wasn't a reaction when Adam and Eve slept. Because he already had a plan. 
A man without plan is a man who reacts to situations. But a man who has plans, a man who has planned, when situations come, they can navigate their way around it because they have planned and planned and planned well. I pray that as we even get closer to the end of the year, may God give you wisdom to plan your life. May God give you wisdom to plan the next year and the rest of your life in the name of Jesus. Yeah. God... Is more strategic. And planning doesn't make you unspiritual. Planning doesn't make you an unbeliever. So we, you, you can say that, oh, because I don't want to be mechanical, because I don't want to sound as if I'm not spiritual, I will not plan. No. God requires that every vision he gives you, every dream he gives you, every purpose he gives you, you have to plan accordingly. Hallelujah. That is why you will see that God planned everything. He planned everything. He planned everything from the beginning. When you read Revelation chapter 22, you will realize that even the the lamb's feast, the wedding of the lamb has been planned already and we are even not there. How can this amazing God plan ahead of us into eternity? It means that you can also plan your life years ahead. Five days from now, five years from now, sorry, you can plan your life. Ten years from now, you can plan your life because God has even planned in eternity the marriage of the lamb. I pray that may that spirit rub off on you. That your life will begin to take shape. Your life will work according to plan in the name of Jesus. Satan is crafty but is not a planner. Hallelujah. And God requires that you plan. He requires that you plan. Whatever you do, he requires that you have a plan. A foresight into what you want him to do for you. Hallelujah. Now, planning must be captured into details. Hallelujah. When you want to plan, you have to plan into details. Whatever vision or whatever accomplishment you want to see in your life, the planning of that vision should be in details. That is why Babu says in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 downwards, it says that write the vision down because until you write it down, it cannot be in details. It cannot be in details. So verse 2 says that, Then the Lord answered and said unto him, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he who reads it will run. Hallelujah. God's plan for our life is that every vision he has given to you as a father, as a worker, as whatever, you will write that vision down into details so that you'll be able to follow that plan to accomplish and to achieve that vision in the name of Jesus. So you would see that whenever God comes in the scene to cast a vision, he expects that the people would take notice of the details 
of that vision. So you don't just live at the expense of just receiving the instruction. You have to pay attention to the detail of the instruction so that you can plan accordingly. Hallelujah. And you will see throughout the Bible in different times where God showed men the power in planning. Hallelujah. When we say planning, what does it mean? To plan means to have a process of deciding in details how to do something before you actually start doing it. Hallelujah. To plan means that you have to start a process of deciding how to do something before you actually start doing it. So in the book of Luke chapter 14 verse 28, Bible says, Which of you intending to build a tower, seated not down to count the cost to see if he has sufficient enough to finish the building? Hallelujah. Which of you, Luke chapter 14 verse 28, say that, which of you intending to build a tower? It means any man who wants to achieve something should first of all have a plan in, in, in that achievement or in that vision so that he will be able to achieve that dream in the near future. The scripture says, which of you intending to build a tower? What tower has God put in your heart to build? What, what vision has God given to your life? What dream is burning in your heart? Consult the power of planning. Get to the place where you can plan for that building, for that accomplishment, for that dream to see the light of day. Say, anyone who intends to build something first must learn to sit down, must learn to count the cost, must learn to plan how to execute that vision. And I pray that God will help you sit down and plan every agenda of your life in the name of Jesus. Planning is a process. Hallelujah. Planning is a process. Most of us leave things to chance. We leave things to lack. Oh, whatever would be, would be. But God is calling us to a place of planning. Planning our time with God. Planning our, our giving even in the house of the Lord. Planning our, our career path. Planning even how to raise our family. May God give us then wisdom to plan different aspects of our lives in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Every time God comes into the scene with a vision, he gives a plan for that vision. And I pray that we will not be left behind. God would also equip us to understand the power of planning so that we can plan our lives accordingly in the name of Jesus. No matter how much a man prays, that man should still make time and plan. Hallelujah. No matter how much you pray, 
you should still make time to plan. Why? Because the scriptures in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 equate prayer to planning. It puts prayer and planning on the same level. So it says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you would ask or think. Other version says, above all that you will ask or plan. It means that the prayer of a man is as important as the planning of that man. But we see a generation of people who we are only walking on one leg of this principle of asking or of praying and also planning. Most of us are praying, but we are not planning. But I pray that God will help us discover the power in praying and the power in planning so that we will combine the two forces so that as we pray, we also plan and God will bring the increase in the name of Jesus. Every dream that God puts in your heart requires planning. Every dream, every vision that God gives to you as a Christian requires that you sit down, you count the cost, and you plan towards the achievement of that dream. So that you can ask yourself, what can I do to achieve this goal? What can be done? When can it be done? How can it be done? And where can I even start to do it? In so doing, you begin to have ideas and you begin to have strategies that you can use to get closer to the achievement of that plan in the name of Jesus. We have to get to a place where we have learned to engage our mind in planning. The only thing that God cannot do for us is to plan for us. So when you read Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, it says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. It means God has a plan for us, but God doesn't plan for us. Hallelujah. God has a plan for you and I, but God doesn't plan for you and I. He has a blueprint. So your duty as a believer is to discover the plan of God for your life and you plan your life according to that blueprint. So he told Moses, build the tabernacle according to the pattern, according to the plan, according to the blueprint I showed you on the mountain. It means that a believer has to discover the plan of God for his life and therefore plan his own life on that tangent. But most of us haven't even discovered the plan of God for our life. How can we plan our own life? I pray that may God help us to discover his plan and purpose for our life. So that we can also pattern our life and plan our life according to that plan in the name of Jesus. Yeah. He told Moses, according to the plan I showed you 
on the mountaintop. Build the tabernacle. Build the tent according to that pattern. I pray that every pattern that God has given to your life, every design that God has given to your life, may God help you to plan your life and align to his divine purpose in the name of Jesus. When God called Jeremiah to build the broken walls, he gave him a plan. He gave him a plan. When God called Moses to lead the children out of Egypt, he gave him a plan. And Moses planned it according as the Lord has discussed with him. I pray that we will be, become Christians who, who will understand the power of planning so that after praying, we will move into planning and achieve everything that God has put in our reach in the name of Jesus. The believer who fails to plan, plans to fail. Because you have left everything to chance, it is more likely that you will soon run into a war. But I pray that God will help us that we will discover the power in planning, that we will plan our finances, we will plan our spiritual life, we will plan our career path, we will plan every aspect of our life so that we can see growth in all areas of our life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God expects that we, we plan our life According to his word. According to his word. So God is not against us planning. But God is against us planning without him. Hallelujah. Most of us. So Bible says that many are the plans in the heart of a man. But the counsel of God shall stand. How can the counsel of God stand if there is no plan? It means that God expects that first of all, the man will have many plans so that his counsel can stand in the midst of the plans in the man's heart. But most of us don't even plan. May God give you a vision to plan five years from now. May God give you a vision to plan 10 years from now. May God give you a vision to plan 20 years from now. Hallelujah. Bible says that when Joseph got to Egypt and there was famine, he has the ability to plan for seven years of famine and another seven years of harvest. I pray that that wisdom will be a blessing to somebody that you will sit down and plan your life in the next 14 years and that plan will not fail because God will watch over that plan till it's fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Only those who sit down to plan can face their tomorrow. Without sitting down to plan, and we saw in Luke chapter 14, verse 8, verse 28, we saw that if a man wants to do something, he first of all would have to sit down and plan would have to sit down and count the cost. That do I have sufficient to complete it? You see, when you have chalked 11 months from January to November, you are more likely to, 
to be very relaxed and say, oh, let me leave things to chance. And you just go through December without any plan. But I pray that your mind will be renewed through this teaching. That you say, though it is the last month of the year, I still want to plan. Maybe something good will come out of my life as I plan and put things down for my destiny. Says, which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost whether he has enough to finish it? It means planning will uncover to you whether you have the capacity to finish that dream. Verse 29. Least after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him. A man who doesn't plan become a laughing stock. A man who doesn't plan become a point of mockery because he didn't plan. Babu said that he was not able to finish what he began to do. Therefore, men began to mock him. I pray that because we will discover the power behind planning, we will not become a point of mockery in the name of Jesus. Let's continue to read verse 30. Saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. Wow. I pray that as you plan, may it never be said concerning your plans that you, be, you began to build and you were not able to finish. Whatever you begin to do, may God give you the strength to accomplish that vision in the name of Jesus. Whatever you begin to build, may God help you that you work according to plan to achieve that dream in the name of Jesus. The problem of man is the, ability, is, is the inability for the man to plan or the ability for the man to plan poorly. So it's either you are not planning at all or you are planning poorly. I pray that God will help us that as we put our life in order, our plans will be good plans. Our plans will align with God's plan. That as you strategize in your heart, as your intentions align with God's intentions, may God help you to finish everything you begin to build in the name of Jesus. In planning, we see the provision of God made available. Because if you can plan, then you can believe God for his provision. Hallelujah. I pray that God will help us plan and discover things that will help us reach or lay hold on whatever God is, is, is having in store for us in the name of Jesus. Good planning is an exhibition of wise planning. Hallelujah. When you have a good plan, it is a sign that there is a certain wisdom working in your life. And good planning is an uncommon wisdom that every man needs in their life. So when you read Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 to 4, 
Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 to 4. So when you read, it says that every enterprise is built by wise planning. Everything you want to achieve in this life is built by wise planning. May God give you the ability and the wisdom to plan wisely. Yeah. That you even plan your time as to how you can serve God amidst your busy schedule. You still have a time to plan and a time to worship the Lord. Every wise enterprise is built by wise planning and becomes strong through common sense and profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. Wow. It means that a man who wants to become strong, a man who wants to profit wonderfully, should learn to plan his life wisely. Should learn to plan his life wisely. Planning is the secret behind the fulfillment of dreams. You see, one thing about planning is that when we plan our lives, we are able to discover and align ourselves to the plan of God. So first of all, you, we have to get to the place where we have discovered God's plan where we have discovered the blueprint that God has for our life so that we can align to that blueprint and build our life on that pattern. So the Bible says in Luke chapter 15 verse 17, it says that the son came to himself, the prodigal son. When he came to himself, he realized that he has not planned for his future. The reason why he lost all the things he took from his father is because he left the house of his father without a plan. It means that a man can have everything but can lose everything because he has no plan. Anything not well planned for can be wasted. Any money you get that you don't plan for the money, you can waste the money. A life that is not well planned can be a wasted life. A resource that God gives you that you don't plan, you can waste that resource. I pray that God will help us, that we will become planners, that we will become strategic people, that will plan every resource, every money, our time, and everything that God gives unto us. May we become faithful stewards who will plan how to utilize these resources in the right way. In Jesus' name. God expects that our life will be in order. That is why he requires us to plan our lives. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 40, he says, let all things be done in order. It is through planning that there is order. And we saw in Genesis that God had to plan the creation so that he knows what to create at what time. 
Ask yourself, why did God create light at the, at the first instance? Because he knew that after creating light, he had to create plants. Because plants would depend on light. And after creating plants, he created animals. Because animals would depend on plants. Whilst plants would depend on light. So God has planned everything in creation. And he knew when to create man. So by the time he was creating man, by the time he is bringing the crown of all his creation, all things were made ready. Man came at the point where there was light. Man came at the point where there was plant. Man came at the point where there was animals for his survival. How can we not plan our lives? I pray that may God help us, that we will also plan every aspect of our life. Every nick and cranny part of our life, we will plan it into details, into details. As parents, may God give us the courage to plan for our children. As married couples, may God give us the, the courage and the wisdom to plan for the future of our families. As whatever we represent, may God give us wise counsel to discover the power in planning so that we can plan our lives accordingly in the name of Jesus. Now let me share with us four important reasons why we should plan. The purpose of planning. Why does God expect us to plan? Number one. So we are using the word plan. P-L-A-N. Why does God expect us to plan? Number one, he expects us to plan so that we can pray. Hallelujah. The reason why God wants, to, wants you to plan your life is that he wants you to plan so that you can pray concerning that plan of your life. How can we pray about our dreams and visions if there is no plan? How can we? So God, first of all, puts a plan for your life and wants you to align yourself to that plan. So he says that plan your life so that you can pray about that plan till you see the fulfillment of that plan. I pray that may God energize our spirit so that we can pray through the promises and the plans of our life. So we see the fulfillment. So you write your vision down so that you can take it to God in prayer. You can take it to God in prayer. If you have not planned, you cannot pray about it. Hallelujah. That is why in the book of Luke chapter 9, when Jesus had to feed the 5,000 people, before he gave thanks to the bread and the fish that the young boy brought, he told them, let them sit down. He had a plan for the multiplication of the bread and the fish. He had a plan. So before he would pray, he said, let them sit down in groups of fifties. I pray that before we pray, may God help us to plan. And before we plan, may God help us to pray in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So for the first reason or the first purpose for planning is that we will be able to pray concerning that plan. Number two, the second reason why God wants us to plan our life is for us to live right. Hallelujah. A man who has not planned his life cannot live according to the purpose or the pattern that God has laid for him. So Bible recommends in Proverbs chapter 6, 
verse 6 downwards. It says, there is a certain wisdom in the animal called the ant. And because you want to live right, go to that animal and learn how to live. And learn how to plan. And learn how to live right. Because that animal has a plan. So Proverbs chapter 6 verse 6 says that, go to the ant, you slogger. Consider her ways and be wise. What are the ways of the ant? The ways of the ant is that the ant is a strategist. The ant is a planner. The ant has a purpose. The ant has certain arrangements in its cycle that he has planned for, for, for the time of need and the time of plenty. So God is saying, go to that animal and learn and learn so that you can live your life as somebody who is living according to plan. I pray that as we round up the year, may God bless us with a certain wisdom that will help us consider our plans and plan if we have not planned yet. Yeah. Or the year will just pass us by and we realize there is no achievement, there is no accomplishment and we'll feel very empty. But I pray that may God help us to discover the wisdom to plan our life so that we can live right. In the verse 7, it says that, which have no captain, overseer or ruler. The ant has no leader. But it says, he is in the verse 8. But provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How was he able to do this? He the animal was able to do this. The ant was able to do this because there was a plan that he had for the life so that he can make sure that his life is living according to the plan. The next reason or the next purpose for planning is for alignment. Hallelujah. God wants you to plan so that you can align yourself to destiny. So that you can align yourself to his purpose. So that you can align yourself to his vision for your life. There is a plan that God has for your life. And until we plan, we cannot get closer to that plan. That is why it's important that we break all our plans into daily goals. Daily targets. So that the more we see the end of what God has for us... Daily will be taking steps of alignment to achieve that plan in the name of Jesus. So Bible says in Proverbs chapter 20 verse 4. Say the slugger will not sow by reason of cold. The slugger doesn't see the need to do something because there is an inconvenience. Therefore shall beg in the time of harvest and have nothing. I pray that God will cause you. To move from the place of just having purpose to the place of planning. And there you can move to the place of the pursuit of purpose in the name of Jesus. And the final reason why we have to plan is to be able to nurture ourselves. Hallelujah. If you plan, you can grow. A man who doesn't plan cannot grow. How can you even measure the progress how can you even measure the growth unless you sit down and plan i pray that may god help us because the quality of our planning will determine the quality of life that we live yeah how quality our plans are what has gone 
into your, your planning will determine how quality our lives will be. And I pray that God will help us so that we can plan all that we want to do in Jesus' name. You see, life is very practical that we can't leave it to chance. We have to plan. We have to be intentional. We have to be intentional. That is why the Bible says in Genesis chapter 11, verse 6, it says that there was a group of people who intended to build a tower. In Genesis chapter 11, verse 6. And the Lord said, the people is indeed one. The people is one. The people came together and they had one mindset. They had one goal, one vision, one plan that they wanted to execute. So Bible said, and God saw it from heaven. And in Genesis 11 verse 6, he said, for the people indeed is one. This thing that they have intended to do, other versions say, this that they have purposed to do, this that they have planned to do, nothing can stop them. A man who has planned his life is an unstoppable force. Because come what may, all that he's seeking is that I will accomplish and I will achieve that plan. I pray that may we involve God in our plan so much that we become unsurmountable or unbreakable on all fronts for us to achieve every plan we put on paper. Yeah. This that they have begun to do, now, nothing that they propose to do will be beheld from them. Nothing that they intend to do will not work. Everything that, that they plan to do, because they have a plan and they have come together, whatever they plan to do, they will be able to achieve. I pray that from today, whatever you put your hand to do, may God help you to achieve in the name of Jesus. A plan doesn't only tell you what you have to do, but a plan also tells you what you don't have to do. So a plan doesn't only, only show you how to spend your, your resources, your money, your time, but only tells you what you cannot do. So because Daniel had a plan, in Daniel 1 verse 8, he said, and Daniel purposed in his heart because he knew that the plan of God was for him to be a leader. And as a leader, he planned that as part of my leadership traits, I will not defile myself with the portion of the king's meat. I pray that every, everything that we plan not to do, may God give us the strength not to do. Anything we purpose, not to align ourselves to. May God release the power that backs planning so that we will also not do in the name of Jesus. God is not against planning, but he's against planning without him. Anytime you pray, ask God for wisdom to plan. Hallelujah. The only key to help us align ourselves to the plan of God is also to add prayer to our planning. So we have to become a generation or a group of people who are prayerfully planning the things that God wants us to do. Hallelujah. Let's read our final scripture. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 1 to 3. Proverbs chapter 16. It says, 
The preparations of the heart belongs to man. Other version says the plans of a man, the plans of the heart, sorry, belongs to man. Planning is the work of man. (laughs) Planning is the work of man. But the result is God's work. So the, the second passage, but the answer, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. The preparation, the planning is the duty of man. But the result, the answer of that planning is, is something that God gives unto man. So Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, I have planted, Apollos have watered, but God gave the increase. Paul planted, he planned to plant. Apollos planned to water, but the increase, the result was only from God. I pray that from today, we will not refuse to plant because we, we, we have not planned. We will plan and we will plant. We will plan and we will water and wait for the manifestation of the increase in the name of Jesus. Success is when our plans collide or align with God's plan for our life. Many of us have great plans but are not committed to the plan. I pray that even as we learn that planning is good. May we also have the heart of commitment to commit to that plan. That whatever we plan, may we not leave it to, to just the book that we have written the plan inside. But may God give us the commitment to stand by our burnt offering. To stand by the plans that we've written to the manifestation of those plans in the name of Jesus. Some plans might fail, but stay committed to the plan. Some plans might not go as planned, but remain resolute that whatever God has helped me to plan, I will stick to the plan till I see the fulfillment of that plan. And sometimes our plans will change, but will fall on the counsel of people like our pastors. So when you read Exodus chapter 18, the Bible said that Moses was involved in counseling the whole of Egypt, no, sorry, the whole of Israel, about two million people. He would sit down and he would counsel all of them and it was weighing him down. He was becoming tired and the work was becoming difficult, but he had a plan. He received an advice from Jethro, a, a bigger man. Maybe his pastor at that time. Jethro came to him and said, young man, you have to plan this work. You have to plan. You have to plan. Maybe your marriage is weighing you down. There is a plan that you can seek in God that can help you. So in the, in the verse 17 of Exodus chapter 18, verse 17, he said, and Jethro said to Moses, this thing that you do is not good. What you are doing is not going to help you because it's going to weigh you down and weigh the people down. Why don't you plan to set captains of thousands, captains of hundreds, captains of fifty, so that the burden 
will be lesser on you. Sometimes we afflict ourselves with so much burdens because we don't plan. But I pray that may God give us the strength and the wisdom to plan our life in Jesus' mighty name. Shall we be on our feet as we spend some time in prayer? Kaladaba. Lift up your voice this evening and pray that God help me plan my life. Help me plan my life. Help me discover the power in planning my life. Tap your voice and pray that, oh God, help me. Help me. I want to plan my life. I want to plan my family. I want to plan my service in your house. I want to plan how I can even serve as a nursing mother. I want to plan how I can even serve as a student. I want to plan how I can lead my family. I want to plan how I can navigate my way in my career. Help me, oh Lord. Help me, oh Lord. Lift up your voice and pray. Help me, Lord, to align to your plan, oh Lord. For your ways and my thoughts does not correlate. But Lord, help me that my thoughts will be your thoughts. My ways will align to your ways for my life and your plan for my life. Show me the blueprint of my life so that I can align my life accordingly. Accordingly, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed with thanksgiving and you shout a louder amen. Hallelujah. Tonight, we want to give an offering to God. Hallelujah. We want to give an offering to God to say, Father, we thank you for opening our eyes to see the power of planning. We thank you for giving us the grace to plan our lives. If you are watching online, the mobile money will be displayed on your screen. Kindly send your offering to that number. And if you are in-house, we will give our offering in the bowl in-house as we receive our offering this evening. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you and we give you praise for unveiling to us the power of planning. Help us to plan and help us to plan well. In Jesus' name, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. On behalf of Pastor, I want to say God richly bless you and thank you for coming to church this evening both online and in person. God, which will bless you. Hallelujah. We are reminded that on Friday, we have a Zoom miracle hour, a special Zoom miracle hour with pastor. Let us make time, get some data, and, and join and plug in and connect to the miracle hour on Zoom on Friday. Hallelujah. Let's lift up our two hands as we share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen and amen. God. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.